All right, well, welcome back to the Temporal Eternal Podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us again today. Once again, the Temporal Eternal Podcast is all about having eternity in the forefront of our mind, um, in the just the priorities of our life, of our families, of our workplace. And uh, man, Brennan, how are you doing, sir? I actually got an opportunity to see Brennan in person. Me and my family went on vacation. We visited Illinois. Um, so it was great seeing you, bro. Oh, it was so good. So good to be in person with you. Uh, it's funny because, you know, Donald and I lived in the same place or he was here where I'm living currently for four years and we did ministry together. So it's been odd, bro, to, to have you in a different place. But it was so good to see you guys and be in person. So I'm, I'm doing well, bro. Uh, we, 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 we had some time to hang out and that was so awesome. So, yeah, it was cool. It was uh, we appreciated it and we, we like very much. um just enjoy the time. Right. And so, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm super excited for this episode. It's kind of an interesting topic. Um, Mm -hmm. might be a little bit hard to explain, but it's something that I've been wrestling with a lot in recent years. Mm -hmm. So the title of the, of this episode is the greater good. And, um, I, I believe, right. One of the number one things, uh, to stop you from walking out the greatness God has put inside of your life. Um, is good things. Uh, there's a vast majority of people who say, well, hey, Donald, I'm doing a pretty good job. Mm. I, I'm not, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't, you know, party or that sort of thing. I, I don't, um, uh, you know, commit adultery. I don't murder, right? And I, I, I give to people in need. I, I go to church. And in some ways, what happens is, um, is we, uh, rest on on that right we go like hey i'm i'm in a good spot and what i truly believe a lot of times is um what the enemy can do uh is uh, he can distract us with busyness um and if 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 the enemy can't pull you into sin and to completely walking away from god um he will fill up your life so much so uh, so that you cannot live out the purpose that God has for your life. Mm-hmm. And what do those purposes look like? The purpose of like who God's designed you to be, right? The way uh, you're supposed to to think and react and just the person you're supposed to be and no matter where God's put you, what you're called to do in your family, what you're called to do in your workplace, maybe uh, what type of ministry is out of your life, right? That doesn't mean you have to be a pastor. That could be, I was, I was just actually talking to, Brennan's dad on Sunday, and he was just talking about the ministry he had at his business that he owns, right, and how he was able, able to minister to people, right, and um, and so so that so that's the that's really what I want to challenge people with. So this one's going to be mm. kind of a, a a little bit of a just a, a challenging type of thing, right? Like when you think about it, scripture, you're like, well, where where would this say this exactly? And what I would what I would say to you is, um, I would look at just a lot of scriptures where. It talks about the New Testament where it talks about like to live as Christ and to die as gain, um, where it says for us to carry our cross daily. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even even the type of things. Um, I'll, I'll hit I'll hit the rich young ruler in a second, but but that's the premise, right? The yeah. premise is is that like analyze your life and go, hey, is everything I'm doing what God wants me to do? Because idolatry yeah. is idolatry, and stewardship, stewardship, and decision making is decision making, and so 
Um, just because it might be a good thing doesn't mean it's an obedient thing. And this is a very challenging thought and I get it. And, and, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not here to scare people, Brennan, but I'm also here to go like, Hey, we're yeah. accountable for what God has called us to do in our lives and who God has called us to be. And very yeah. easily we can justify something because it might be a positive thing, but it might not be the positive thing that we're supposed to do. Um, so, yeah. so yeah, right. give, give me your thoughts initially. Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, um, for you listening, uh, our hope and our prayer is that you guys in some capacity in your life uh, are looking at your life and, um, are, are experiencing God on a level to where you're, you're seeking him. You're trying to learn more about him and this whole concept that we really, uh, is our goal is to, to help us to focus on the things that truly matter in the kingdom of God in in the, in the lens of eternity versus the things we get up in that we get caught up with in the temporary. And so, yeah, I, I think Donald, you shared this topic with me and, and really I thought of two things initially and, um, I'm always like, you know, let's think of both ends of this. And so it's <clears throat> like, if you're listening again, Donald, you said it great. It's not that we're trying to hit you on the head and say, you're do better, uh, run this rat race of Christianity, uh, to perfection. Cause look, we're, we're all fallen people. We're all broken people in need of a savior. Um, like you said, dying to our cross daily. So it's, it's not just, you know, that I don't ever think that God has put our, our faith in a place where it should be that, like that rat race kind of like do better, uh, but it's, it's coming to this, also this place, like you said, Donald of accountability. And, and I think the two things that I think of, uh, as you share this topic with me and, and what we might be at is that we, one, we settle, we settle as believers in our lives, uh, and then complacency and they kind of are similar and they go hand in hand sometimes. But I think that we might get to a place even in our faith and our walk with God. And we're like, I'm good. I'm, this is good. Right. Yeah. You know, and. And I'm not saying like there's there's not a problem with getting to a level where you're feeling comfortable in the Lord. It's not that. I mean that you're settling where actually you're saying, ah, this is good enough, you know. And I think we've talked a little bit about this, Donald, where it's like, do we really want in life, in our families, in our careers, in calling, and how we serve the Lord to say, ah, I just want to skim by on good enough? Because scripture talks a lot about just, being lukewarm and things like that. And yeah. that goes into that idea of complacency. And so I think our goal is to, to kind of spur this idea on. And, and what I think of for, for me in my life is, you know, what are those things that sometimes the enemy really tries to speak into our lives uh, directly or indirectly, maybe that we don't realize where we're like, yeah, I think I'm okay. I'm just going to settle here. And, and I'm, you know, God put this on my heart before, but maybe, maybe that's not for me anymore. Yeah. I think we really need to be challenged to seek the Lord on these mm -hmm. things to really know what is he saying? <clears throat> and so I think complacency and, se and settling for things uh, can really maybe gauge if we're feeling that that can put us in a place where we might need to gauge. Are we really seeking the Lord for things that we should be a part of versus things maybe we shouldn't, you know, and I think you said it great, Donald, I'd love for you to like share more on that idea of like the things that that maybe like, uh, distract us from actually doing the things we really should be doing, because I, I think that's huge for so many people. Yeah, well, and it, <clears throat> again, it's um, here's, here's how you figure it out. You ask Jesus, like, mm -hmm. like, here's the thing. I mean, um, even like I, I think about like just like cool opportunities with the Israelites and where they would uh, 
where they would check with God. Even I was reading a couple weeks ago where where David was about to, um, you know, attack these people. You know, right, like because to to save some other people or you know, hey, should we fight them? Like, do we need? Will we have victory? Should we do it? He said, yes. You know, go ahead. Yes, I give you clearance. Right, and so there's like this this checks and balances. <clears throat> Paul, mm. right, is checking, like you know, praying about where he goes. There's even talks about in scripture where he was like stopped in a dream for his yeah. travels and they they very much believed in uh, sensitively the holy spirit guiding us and so i think that sometimes uh how you figure it out is is and that's that's really my goal for for this episode is for you just to go like hey what was the last time you said hey jesus hmm. let's like take let's write down everything that i do on a on on a month period everything I do on a weekly period, everything I do on a daily period. And let me compile that and go, okay, Holy Spirit, what things have you called me to do? And I'm I'm not trying to be like super extreme, like, oh, he's saying like, I need to check every episode of TV. No, I'm just saying overall, like, what are we doing? A perfect example of this specifically with the good, because I was trying to remember like biblical examples and then this one, and then I forgot and I just remembered it. So Mary and Martha, perfect example. They invite Jesus and mm. the disciples over, right? Because this is like that whole rat race thing that Brendan was saying, right? Like, we're not trying to say uh, rat race, you know, okay, you need to do more, you need to work more. Sometimes you need to be more. Sometimes mm. you need to be a human being and not a human doing. Sometimes you have overscheduled your life that you are actually, you have made it un, you, you, you've, uh, made it uh, impossible to be able to rest because God wants you to rest, to be able to spend time with Jesus because he wants you to spend time with him. And so that story, right, Mary, Martha, the disciples and Jesus go over there and then Jesus, you know, Martha's getting all bent out of shape because she's getting, you know, getting the food ready, getting everything ready for the house. And Mary's just hanging out with Jesus. And he said, Hey, what Mary did, Martha was greater, Right. And, and so that bothers some people. Why? Because I'm a workaholic. I'm like, wait, hold on a second, Jesus. Like, you should honor my work. But God's like, no, mm-hmm. like, I, you spending time with me and having obedience is super key. I, I, we were in our home church, um, and I was a table leader, and we were talking about this last night. And I was talking about busyness. And we were talking about, like, mm-hmm. predetermining the right decisions, like making the decisions ahead of time. And what yeah. happens is with workaholism and, you know, with workaholics, with busyness, with that sort of thing, the first two things that go, almost guaranteed, unless you're an amazing person, but the on average <laughs> is your prayer time and your sleep. Yeah. So when you're busy or you overfill your schedule, whether it's with social activities, whether it's for helping people, whether it's for ministry stuff, whether it's for work, whether it's for hobbies, but you overfill the two things that go out the door first is your prayer time and your rest. And so, so again, this, as, as Brendan said earlier, this isn't about like doing more. This is about obeying more. And those, and those are, are, you know, are not always the same exact thing, right? It could be, it could be like, Hey dude, get off your butt, man. You haven't volunteered (laughs) in church. You haven't helped a person. You've literally just gone to a church service and haven't done anything for the kingdom of God. You haven't interceded for somebody. You haven't helped somebody in need. Yeah, it, to- it totally could be. 
But that's the beauty of this is it's super open-ended and it's also hard for me as a communicator. It's super open-ended because it really takes you going in your prayer closet and going, Jesus, like what, what is it? Like, what have you called me to do? And are there any things in my life that I shouldn't be doing now? Like, okay, I'm going to give you one example and I'm going to, I'm going to give it back to you, Brennan, just, just to show an example. I knew when we left ministry that we had to have a time of rest. And because my identity was so wrapped in the works that I did in the uh, arena of church that we were very hesitant and very patient about jumping into anything involved in serving church. Mm-hmm. We attended church. Our kids continued to go to church, but we we waited. Um, I We started serving a nursery. My church wanted me to help with young adults on Wednesday nights, and I was like, nope, right? Because I <laughs> knew, even though that's a good thing, even though I, I'm, I am decent at it because I have experience with it, you know, even though I, I love doing it and I'm passionate about young people and I'm passionate about discipleship, mm. I knew – I had a sensitivity of the season of my life, of my family's life, of what God wanted to do inside of me and what God wanted to do inside of my marriage and what God wanted to do inside of my family that I had to say no to that so that it would not block, slow down, or obstruct the work that Christ needed to do in my life for that season. Now we're starting to volunteer on Wednesday nights because I felt Mm -hmm. like God— told me to do it. And now those opportunities are opening up for my church because I felt like that. So, so that's the thing is like, Hey, are we, are we actually going against what God wants to do? Even though it sounds like a good thing. I, I was talking about serving right. the ministry of the church, Brennan, but it doesn't mean that's obedience. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, and I think honestly, like th- this speaks to my heart, even in current situations. And so Another example for you guys, like I I think what happens too with this, Donald, is one, we start to either get complacent and we're like, yeah, this is good enough, uh, or we're so maxed out on what we're doing um, that we actually start to diminish or doubt or disqualify maybe some of the things God has called us to do because Mm -hmm. we've replaced them, we filled them with other things. And, and I say as an example for, for me, even in my life, I think recently, you know, there's uh, you guys know, you know, sh- stress of life just comes up and, and it's part of it. Right. It's part of the deal, you know, and and I think you hit it right on the head, Donald, with that idea that it's like the first thing that goes one is, is our sleep and our rest and our prayer life, you know, and, and God's like, hey, man, I'm here all the time. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. I'm all around yeah. you, in fact, yeah. uh, even when you don't realize it. But but are you? paying attention to me like you said are, are we being and, and i think even recently you know uh we got a baby on the way um different financial things we're trying to just figure out and get set up and it's 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 good things right it's it's for good reasons and and stuff like that but it can get a little stressful and yeah so i'm trying to you know figure out different things and like okay i gotta do this i gotta do this maybe i gotta take on this you know and then i i started honestly donald i started to get into a little bit of a place where I, I've done what I've tried to untrain myself to do, where it's trying to figure it out by my own strength, mm. right? And 
And I had to stop and realize, and, and I'm literally in the midst of working through this too. You know, it's like, am I truly putting all my trust in the Lord through this? Even yeah. in the places where where I have a need, where I'm like, Lord, I, I trust you. Because sometimes we just do it out of habit. But am I truly in my heart trusting the Lord, surrendering uh, these things that maybe are burdens or maybe are stressors or things mm -hmm. that I'm trying to figure out? Like, Lord, give me your direction in them. Because inadvertently what happens now is I start to say, okay, well, now I got to do this instead. Now I got to put this thing on hold. And yep. it's like, wait a minute. Is that by me making that decision or am I going to God and saying, God, what should I do in this situation? Mm -hmm. And maybe for, for us, maybe his answer is, hey, remember this thing I've told you to do or what I'm called you to do right now or the things yeah. I've, I've, I've helped refocus before as you met with me in prayer time and I've given to you, like focus on this and I'll take care of the rest. And I'm like, God, you're so right. Like, why am I trying to stress and add other things in that shouldn't be there? I need to focus on what he's called me to do right now, what he's called me to be, and trust that he's going to provide the rest. Because what it did is I started to forget, right, in that moment, what he's done before yep. and that he's provided before. He's brought his goodness before. And so... When we get complacent, when we start to just say it's good enough or uh, we're distracted by the good things and we're like, I'm, I'm good here, uh, I think we start to forget the testimony of what God has done before because it's kind of this this adage here, right? It's, it's that idea that it's like sometimes we get to a place where we're comfortable, comfortable in our faith, comfortable in our life. Uh, maybe finances are good. Maybe there isn't as much stress happening right now. Uh, and, and we're like, God, I got this, right? And we kind of throw them on the back burner. And we yeah. can't ever get to that place because then we're, we're living out of our strength and not relying on the strength of the Lord for something greater, right? And mm -hmm. so it's not this like bar that we're trying to set that's too high. It's more of, hey, am I trusting, am I putting my trust in the Lord and relying on his strength, you know? So yeah, I, I think we got to be careful to, to not allow those things. And you said it perfectly, Donald, like that distract us and take away from, from what God is speaking in this moment. Yeah. And I think again, you know, it, it's, it's a simple equation, right? It's what what's god called you to do what what has god called you to focus on right so i would look at it like this um here's some checks and balances um who has god called you to be internally what mm -hmm. does he want to do does he want to restore something does he want to heal something does he want to address some some past pain or hurts um yeah tr transform your mindset what does he want to do externally right through your life um, where does he want you to prioritize your time, um, you know, within your workplace, within school, within helping people, that sort of thing. Um, who does he want you to invest in, right? Like just, Jesus had 12 disciples. I know he had a lot of followers, but he had 12 that were really close to him, right? And so are you spreading yourself too thin do you have genuine relations? Do you have deep relationships with with a few? Um, are there are there people that can call you? Are there people that you should be checking in on? You know, there's m many times because mm -hmm. I have a ton of relationships. Um, just from master's commission, you know, I've a, a set of twenty to fifty young people every year, and I traveled uh, with masters a lot. So just by proximity, I know a lot of people, and some of them, you know, fairly close. 
And for a while, I'd get so overwhelmed that I just wouldn't do anything. <laughs> I'd be like, well, I can't call all, <laughs> yeah. you know, these 30 people. So I'm not going to call anybody. And it's like, no, like, let me, let yeah. me check on one. Let me check on two. Let me send a text. Let me send a right. voicemail. Let me, let me message somebody on Facebook, you know, whatever it is. And right. so those are the checks and balances, right? Is it's mm. like, you know, it's, it's the, the whole thing is, you know, talking about, the greater good, right? Because the good things that you're called to do, right? There's there's a lot of good things you can do, but the greatest of those are the ones that God has called you to do. It's obedience. It's that's just what it is, plainly. Um, mm. One of my favorite leadership quotes, and I've heard it from Andy Stanley or John Maxwell. A lot of people have talked about it, but when you say yes to something, you say no to something else. And so mm-hmm. I'm at a, uh, I don't, I would say the highest capacity. I, I know people work and are much more efficient than me, but I, I, I have a really busy, busy life. Um, I have a full-time job. I work 40 to 45 hours a week. I have a side business five to 10 hours a week. I have a podcast probably five hours, maybe a little bit more a week. I also have children. I have a wife. I have another ministry project I'm starting to to try to launch. I just started serving Wednesday nights. I just took on a uh, eight week Bible study that I'm going to be teaching at church on Sundays. I just took on a Sunday morning message. So I just like I have a lot right, and and it's mm-hmm. probably a little bit, um, probably a little bit too much, right, and. So I'm, I'm being very careful with it. But that being said, because my schedule is so jam-packed, I am so much more aware of my time and mm. of the things I say yes to. And so yeah. it is that same principle, right? It's the same principle that goes, okay, whatever your life is, and it could be you know, mine, right? A lot of my decision-making is like, how much I'm doing. And for you, it might be yeah. like how, how much, how much you're putting towards your hobby, how much you're hanging out with yeah. friends, how much, you know, it's just, it's just make sure that you're being obedient to the Lord. And, and so here, here's the equation, right? Here's one of the checks and balances for, I said equation earlier, but let's just say one of the ways <laughs> you can figure this out. Story of the rich young ruler, right? Um, and this is talking about Jesus, and it says, um, as he was setting out on his on a journey, a man ran up to him and knelt before him and asked him, "Good teacher, what shall I do so that I may inherit eternal life?" But Jesus said to him, "Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments: do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not f- give false testimony, do not defraud, um, honor your father and mother." And he said to him, "Teacher, I have kept all of these things from my youth." So he did all these things. Looking at him, Jesus showed him, showed love to him and said to him, so this is Jesus looking at him and he goes, one thing you lack, go and sell all your possessions and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. So he also said, follow him too. But he was, this is the rich young ruler, but he was dismayed by these words and went away grieving for he was one who owned much property. And he said, and Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard will it be for those who are wealthy to enter the kingdom of God? 
And, you know, he goes in a, a few different things like that. But the principle that you take from this is, yes, like, hey, you know, we could do everything else. But um, but sometimes like giving of our wealth is like the one thing. The other thing, too, is idolatry is idolatry. Obedience is obedience. And so mm. I'm not saying that you should be giving up sports or like obviously I always I'm I'm very vocal about how I had how I had to stop playing video games just personally for me. I have nothing against it. I have a lot of friends who play video games. I'm not saying you have to go to extremes like that, but I am saying is you have to ask the question. And yeah. here's how the question right. goes. If God told you to blank, would you? Hmm. If he told you to stop spending so much time with that friendship or relationship. If he told you to uh, stop working so much, right? Like, be and and I, I get it. You're providing for a family. I get it. 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 I, get it. I, I, I also get like, I maybe didn't need to get that 3,500 square foot house, and I could have lived in a 2,400 square foot house, and I could have let work 10 hours. So okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's let's call it as we see it. Okay. If if Jesus said to you, I am asking you to lessen something, reduce something. Spend some time yeah. and energy somewhere else and where you're spending it or to completely take something out of your life and you can't do it, you really got to check yourself. Because more than mm -hmm. likely, we would label that, right, in our faith as an idol. That this is an idol on the throne of your heart that you have decided is a greater priority than Jesus. Now, I'm not saying, you know, oh, providing for my, you know, I, I'm, I'm not providing for my children. No, but I'm just saying like in general things, right? Like within my hobbies, within the relationships and the people that I spend time with, within, um, within how much I might be working, within how much mm -hmm. I might be doing. Like, am I obeying Jesus? And if he asked me to do it, would I be able to do it? And if not, then you got to really check yourself and go, okay, Lord, like I give this to you. You know, do you want me to stop doing yeah. this or do I need to make an adjustment? Right. No. And I think a good, another good gauge for that is like, and trust me, like Donald, I'm, I'm working on this every day in myself too. And, and, uh, needing the Lord to work on my heart in this too. Yeah. I, I believe firmly, like, and I say that because I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't say that I'm still a work in progress on what I'm about to say is that in everything you just shared, engaging that, I believe that everything we do in life within our relationships, within career, within uh, pursuit of our calling and where those even intertwine, things should come out of the overflow of being in the presence of the Lord and spending time with him and seeking mm -hmm. his direction whether that's for our family, whether that's for relationships, whether that's for our job, uh, career, whatever it is, it should be out of the overflow with the Lord. Yeah. And so many times that becomes upside down where that is the last thing, like you said. And if that's empty, there is no overflow. And so how are we letting God direct that? How are we letting God speak to those things? And so I, I think that's important for us to realize, you know, and like, like you said, Donald, like get practical with it. You know, if God wanted you to wake up and spend a half hour with him in prayer each day or uh, five minutes or your lunch break or your drive to work, 
can we commit to that? You know, like do just be simple with it. Start yeah. somewhere. Cause I, I think you said something like so many of us, I know I'm like this. Many of us are wired where it's the all or nothing. And so yep. you say, Oh man, go, go for greatness. Um, and, and look at like we're, what we're trying to tell you guys is, is or share with you and share our heart is like refine what you're doing so that you're pursuing the things that God truly yes. is desiring for your life. Refine, yep. focus in on that. So you can see, you can shed out the extra weight of those things that God doesn't want. And he's saying, Hey, you're doing too much. This is what mm -hmm. I want for you right now. Hey, yeah. this is what I'm trying to give you to focus on right now. And, and don't be all or nothing with it. Start somewhere small, start with that five minutes, start with just evaluating, start with just a, a recheck with the Lord, check in with them, be like, Lord, how can I refocus this? And that's going to bring you miles and miles more in your faith in the greatness that God has called you to because we don't want to see you miss it. We don't want to yeah. see you miss it because we filled our life with good busyness, right? And we've called it, oh, well, I'm a good Christian. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not doing, doing these, these things. things. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, right. I'm not going crazy. Right. So I'm, I'm okay, yeah. God. Yeah, exactly. And so how can you refine that? How, how can we refine that? How can Donald and I refine that, right, in our lives? Uh, for what God is trying to say, hey, focus on this. This is what I have for you today, you know, and, and then that's going to put us in a trajectory of the things that he, uh, a path and stepping stones towards what he has for us tomorrow and the next week. You know, don't try and do it all in big chunk, uh, you know, do it piece by piece. So no, 100 percent. And don't get me wrong. There's there can be extremes like I, I have referenced before. There's this uh John Bevere video by Driven by Eternity. It's really, really interesting. But the whole premise is, you know, the ju the judgment seat of Christ and, you know, the mercy seat and, and the, just the whole thing about mm -hmm. the Trinity in heaven and how you'll answer for your obedience. And it was basically this illustration of, um, you know, this pastor that was like, hey, you know, I, I served for 20 years as a pastor and brought this many people to Jesus and God's like, well, I didn't call you to be a pastor. I called you to be a businessman and that you were going to be able to give mm -hmm. the missions and be able to do this. And he's like, well, what, what, what do you mean? Or, or somebody else who was in business and was tithed hundreds of thousands of dollars and, and, uh, but they were called to be a pastor or, um, at the same time. And you said this earlier with insignificance in the, in the video, there was this mom and she had two kids. Um, she really didn't have a big career and, uh, she was obedient because she raised her kids and her kids brought this many souls uh, to Jesus, right? And so, again, it's it's not, greatness is not what what man looks like, you know, like what, mm -hmm. what, what mankind, what humans look like. It's, it's not, um, it's not some amazing title. It's not a stage. It's just obedience. It's mm -hmm. how close can I get to what God wants me to do and how close can I get to being who he originally intended me to be when he knitted me together in my mother's womb. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's the, the challenge and the encouragement today. Um, uh, there's no condemnation through Christ Jesus, right? Our Lord. Um, but there is conviction. <laughs> And yeah. there is there is the Holy Spirit where really our heart and goal is just that if you heard this podcast, a piece of it or the whole thing, that you would go, okay, Lord, like 
let me look at my day. Let me write some of these things out. Let me, is there anything that's mm. like a little bit off? Maybe it's not like I, I'm, I'm always very hesitant. Um, you know, I've had people go into deep waters for no reason, right? Like you might be totally yeah. good. So don't worry about it. But, but still check. When was the last time you checked? When was the last time you asked the Lord? When was the last time we went like, Hey, mm. you know, God, is there anything, um, or like, could be small like brennan said it could just be a little bit of reprioritizing 30 minutes a day 10 minutes or it could be like hey yeah this is i kind of lost track a little bit i need to hmm. i need to kind of recalibrate so uh but yeah. awesome well appreciate you guys um and uh you know we thanks for listening we hope hope to see you and hear from you next week and once again subscribe on youtube apple Podcasts, spotify and uh, yeah, we'll see you later.